Welcome to Fran Path Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are Fran Path Consulting. Good afternoon, Brittany Bodie. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? Good. Good, good. You. This is your second podcast today. We're doing something a little bit different and attempting to do a few in one day. So back your energy good now? Oh, yeah. I have caffeine. You know me, afternoon caffeine. I'm ready to roll. I do know you and your afternoon caffeine, which is such a weird habit for you, but I like that path. <laughs> <laughs> I Well, you were on that podcast. I was having an awesome conversation and really like lights me up because when you talk to a franchisee that you've placed in the past and they are doing so well and they are really loving the business that they're in, feeling good about everything. It's just a real feeling of satisfaction. And it really makes me feel like everything that we do is so worth it to have them say, you know, this is really life-changing for us. Um, the wife in the partnership was retiring from her job officially today. It was her very last day as a school counselor. And she can do that because of the business that they're in. And it was just fantastic to hear that. I spoke to a client. So I've had three referrals in the last week and a half from clients. And I spoke with one of them last week just to call and, you know, thank him and check in on him. And the numbers that he was hitting in his business just exceeded his expectation. And, you know, we had a really good conversation and honest conversation about the fact that like, yeah, he's running around. It's crazy. He's got a full-time job. He's got two yes. kids that are getting out of school and it's a lot of work, but he's finding good people and he has a great manager and he's getting in his rhythm and his groove and he feels well supported by the franchisor. And I texted you and Jamie on our team to give you that update um, because it's a brand house we work with a lot. And that is what is so special to me is there's no perfect business. I had this conversation yeah. with a client earlier today, but you want your clients to be in business with franchisors that really care um, about their franchisees. So that's exciting. The podcast I just did, we had on a brand and they were saying how much they love the franchisee that I placed in their system. And now he's on their advisory council. And oh. so just really great people into great systems those are those special moments just to hear. I it really does make it worth everything. And you, you know, when you talk to people and you know, you said it, there are the honest moments where it's like, I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. This isn't the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. Certainly not. And that's, you know, we had a conversation today about that with the client I was speaking to. Like it's been some ups and downs, but at the end of the day, I'm just so, so glad that I made the decision to do this. And that really lights us up. But speaking of bringing good people into great companies, <laughs> I feel like we have really, truly been blessed at Frampath to add somebody to our team that I know very well from a past life. And I am just really excited to have Sierra Mitchell on our podcast today and introduce her as a new consultant on the Frampath team. Hi, Sierra. How are you? 
Hi, I am so happy to be here. It seems surreal. Like Sam said, we worked together years ago, so it's come full circle and I'm really, really grateful to be here. It feels great. Well, we're so happy to have you. And I know that we've known each other for a while and it more on a personal level, first a professional level, and then always just kept in contact, just kept touching base back and forth as we both grew into real adults, I would say. We knew each other more as like the young adult life and then growing into real adult life. And I would just love for you to share a little bit about yourself with our audience, you know, personally, professionally, and then we can kind of dig into what we're doing now, et cetera. But would you just share a little bit with our listeners today? Yeah, of course. And thank you again for having me. I'm super excited to be part of the Fran Path team. My background, I was born and raised in Southwest Wisconsin, and I currently live in Madison. I have a husband and two kids. Uh, my husband's name is Mike, and my two little ones, I have a boy who is seven. His name's Tarek, affectionately known as TT. Much easier for the kids at school to say. And then my daughter, her name is Esther, and she's three and a half. So we've got the sweet end of the spectrum and the sassy end of the spectrum. <laughs> Things are never boring. <laughs> and then my husband, um, he's in accounting and finance. So he's a CFO at a local company here that does cheese packaging. So we joke that we're definitely staying true to our Wisconsin roots in the arena. On a personal note, we love getting outside as a family. We're really active. We love being outdoors. It's hard in Wisconsin. We don't get many months to be able to do that. So this time of year, we like to go out on Lake Wingra, go on walks, just get outside, go on hikes. Um, and then personally, you know, when I'm not busy in my businesses or, or at work, I like to get into the gym. I'm an avid weightlifter. Um, that's kind of in my jam in recent years. I grew up as a runner um, and ran competitively, uh, but I ran myself out. I'm over running. So now I'm weightlifting and I love it. So that's that's what I like to keep busy with. And also a fun fact about me is I could probably eat tacos for every meal. So you'll usually catch me at my favorite Mexican joint throughout the week. <laughs> I love it. That is my favorite food when people ask like, what do you love? I'm like a ground turkey taco is really my happy place. We eat that every single week in our house. So you're on the right team loving Mexican food and tacos. That's for sure. I love that. <laughs> well, we're so happy to have you here. I mean, when Sam introduced you uh, to me, I was like, we're not ready yet. We don't need to grow our team. And then I met you and I was like, we're going to have space for sure, because you're such an incredible fit, not only from a culture standpoint, but just your background is so well aligned for this role. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about your professional background, more about your business ownership experience and how that kind of all ties in here? Yeah, of course. Um, so professionally, I started off my career as a headhunter. So I did third party recruitment in the accounting and finance space. Um, it was a division of one of the top 10 global accounting firms. Um, called Baker Tilly. So we had a division that helped staff other companies for accounting and finance roles. I focused mainly on senior and C-suite level roles. So managers, controllers, CFOs, FP&A, things like that. So very similar to obviously what we do at FranPath, I was a matchmaker for folks who were looking to leave their current position and find a better fit for their career and a next step. 
Alternatively, I also got to partner with a lot of really great local businesses in Madison that were hiring for these roles. So I would get to learn what those companies were looking for in someone, not only culture-wise, personality fit, those sorts of intangibles, as well as their professional and technical backgrounds within accounting and finance. So it was a great career in my early and mid-20s to not only get to make all those connections locally and with other people in the accounting and finance space, but I did go to business school. I have a marketing and finance degree, but um, I don't I don't love getting into finance if I don't have to. <laughs> I'm a people person. So this also kind of forced me to learn a little bit more about how businesses tick on the back end from an accounting and finance perspective and how all that operates. So between doing that at work and also coming home to someone who's a CFO, my life has a lot of accounting and finance around it. So that was that life. <laughs> Um, after I was in recruiting, I just decided I needed a change. So I took a pivot into real estate. I joined the leading real estate firm here in Dane County, uh, and they were awesome. It was a great fit, similar to how I got to do in recruiting. I helped people navigate the process through buying a home or buying an investment property, just finding that right match, just being their consultant throughout the process to make sure things were going smoothly. So I loved that job. Real estate was great. I got a lot of great experiences. I, I personally am invested in real estate and am very passionate about it, grew up around it. But as a job, it is truly 24 seven. And as you guys know, I've got kids. I had my first when I was in headhunting. I was pregnant with number two at the time um, and realized quite quickly real estate schedule wasn't conducive to family life. So I took a pivot out of real estate and decided to start my own business. It was always my dream. It was always what I wanted to do. I was really lucky to grow up in a family of entrepreneurs. My dad was in business with his brothers and they had several businesses from real estate developing and ownership to brick and mortar car wash locations and different businesses in agriculture. So I was lucky to see it all from that perspective. And I just knew that that was the avenue I wanted to take. So over the past three years, I've built two different businesses and that's what's been keeping me busy and happy to dive into that as well. So let me know if you guys have questions. What a great career trajectory and just how everything kind of rolls into the next thing. I think it's always funny, you know, for us, we felt very much like Brittany and I both have kind of had our careers roll out and probably not the way we would have anticipated, but definitely in a way that prepared us for the next step. And that's always the way that it seems to go. Clients, people you know, personally, professionally. So for you, as you're looking through this, what was that catalyst to saying, yeah, I'll, I'll join this team. I'll help other people become entrepreneurs. That's really where I want to head next. Yeah. Well, like I said, I have two of my own businesses. So I just love business. I grew up in that sort of a world as a kid. I grew up watching my family own and start different businesses, grow them, sell them, ones they still have today. Um, and also just my own experience now in having my two businesses. And they're very different. So my first brand I started a few years ago is primarily a B2B focused brand. We also do some B2C projects as well, but that's in the cleaning and deodorizing and sanitizing space. We have specialized technology that's super unique and really well equipped to eliminate bacteria, virus, odors, things like that. So 
definitely not a sexy business one that maybe if you look at me, you're like, wait, she's out here making a house not smell like cigarette anymore, but I am. <laughs> That's what I'm doing on the weekends. I mean, not me, <laughs> my great technicians, but you know what I mean? Um, so learning all of that from that business, but also launching, you could say my baby, my, my business that I'm really passionate about, which is my holistic online supplement store. So that business really grew out of a personal need. So my dad has been on a cancer journey throughout my life. And we kind of got to the end of the line where we didn't have a lot of options left traditionally. So we started to implement a lot of holistic healing and different supplements for him. And our supplement that we now sell to consumers is what we created just for my dad to use. We made a one of a kind product that wasn't out there in the market. He started using it, had fantastic results. And then we decided that other people deserve to have that sort of, you know, relief and healing. So just in those different businesses from having a service-based brand um, that was more needs-based from businesses as well as consumers, working with local realtors to help clean up problem properties, things like that, to that holistic e-commerce online store where I got to develop my own products. I got to learn supply chain. Um, you know, I've really just seen so many facets of business through not only my upbringing, but now the two businesses I've launched. And there's just nothing more rewarding than business ownership. I think what it's done for me personally, um, you know, just seeing seeing yourself achieve those goals and those milestones and helping others. I just want to bring that to other people. And I'm really passionate about that. And you guys get to do that friend path. So I'm, I'm excited to be part of the team. Well, we're so excited to have you. And I love that you've made investments in two very different businesses. And I think sometimes I tell my clients, it, sometimes it can be less about the widget and more about that vehicle to get to whatever your goals are and more about the qualities that the business possesses and what that business can do for you. Being an entrepreneur and now being in the franchise space, I would love to understand you know, what do you see off the bat as some of the differences between being that startup entrepreneur versus being inside of a franchise system? Where do you think some of the value is and kind of why you've been drawn into working inside of the franchise space now? Yeah, well, as Sam mentioned earlier, her and I have been friends for years and, you know, we talk about franchising. I'd see the things she'd post on LinkedIn um, and brands she would represent. And it always just piqued my interest to think, wow, you don't have to start fully from scratch. Someone else has made the mistakes for you and you can just pay the money and, and not have to go through so many hard hurdles and challenges on the front end. Like this has got to be too good to be true, um, but it's not. And I think that, um, you know, just my experience in being an entrepreneur and now seeing the franchising side of things, um, just getting that opportunity to have a business that is already established. They've they've had those challenges. They put together the processes and procedures. They've taught you who, how, why, when you should hire certain people, what to do to keep them, um, how to, to how to make better use of your time, and they've done that hard work for you. You know, when you start your own business, my gosh, I had some low days in the beginning of both my businesses. When something breaks, when someone's mad, they're calling you. You're you're everything. You wear every hat. And when you have those low times in business, which that's just how it is, and entrepreneurs know that you have highs and lows, it can be really hard to deal with. You feel like you're on an island and you don't have a lot of support. And of course, I've invested in my businesses, you know, with my dad. Um, so, you know, he was there for support, but 
that's that only goes so far. That's not a lot of people. We don't we don't have some giant team at corporate that has a call center that's supporting us or you know has has systems in place that have been proven over the course of a decade. You're you're really bootstrapping from the ground up and it can be really mentally like a circus. It can be really challenging. So that's been a huge difference I've seen between the solo entrepreneur route and franchising business in a box model where they've gone through some of that hardship for you. Brittany and I said that so many times as we started our consulting firm, because we had both really operated inside of the franchise world and the franchise world only when we saw business ownership. And Brittany grew up with parents that were entrepreneurs, so she had seen the messy side of it a little bit more than I had. But we had decision fatigue. Mm-hmm. I think that was really with us the thing that we kept saying was, oh my gosh, it was like another thing. Like, you have to choose this. You have to choose that. I'm going to spare our audience who's been with us for a while, the CRM story. Everybody knows that we made a horrible choice, but <laughs> we would try to save money or we would we would cut a corner and then the corner would come and cut us back. And mm-hmm. I think that in franchising, it's just, no, this is what you're going to do. We're not going to, that decision is made for you. You do not have to think that through. And then also, if you're doubting that, here's 20 other people who took our advice and are doing fantastic. So the proof is in the pudding. You just need to basically do the revenue generating activities. We'll take care of the minutia. And I totally, it resonates with me saying, I only have one person to call. We've oftentimes said when it was just the two of us, what would we do if we didn't have each other? Mm-hmm. What, how would we get through a lot of these things? And we always like to be realistic. We want to be, you know, business ownership. We said at the top of the podcast, it's not sunshine and rosé every single day. That's not everything that it's made of. Some days it is. <laughs> but I, I like to highlight the times when it is. So for you, what is your favorite part here of being a business owner, of owning businesses? You know what I should say and what I want to say is time freedom and also financial freedom. But what I really think when it comes down to it is the creativity aspect. So with both my businesses, they were super unique. My service-based business, there's not really another business out there that provides a service like we do. Alternatively, on the product side, with the product we developed, our original tincture that we created for my dad, our, you know, our raw hemp and fish oil supplement, there's not another one in the world like it. So when you get to be a part of creating something new and having that creative outlet and seeing your, your dreams and all that hard work come to life, especially in a product, seeing that tangible and seeing it on my website and seeing customers tag us in photos on social media and say, wow, you changed my life. I, I, you know, I slept for the first time all night in a year, you know, it's, it's so amazing having that creative outlet and then the reward you see from all that hard work you did in creating something for others. So that's probably my favorite part. And on the flip side of that, what do you wish that you would have known before becoming a business owner? I mean, because Sam and I just mentioned, like, we didn't realize how much you have to constantly be in strategy mode and decision-making mode from little things like a CRM to big things like making budget decisions and hiring decisions and strategy decisions. But what do you wish that you would have known before becoming an entrepreneur? I would probably say that not every day is going to be a good day, but that doesn't mean that you're not good at what you're doing. There are ups and downs. 
it's part of business. Obviously, it's part of life. I feel like I'm a pretty tough person, but even me, you know, you're having a bad day in business. A customer is upset or, you know, just something happens that's maybe you didn't even and most of the times didn't really do anything wrong. You just maybe caught somebody on the bad day and you're their outlet to complain to. It can be difficult and challenging and you question, you know, what's going on or you had an email campaign that was supposed to deliver at 12 p.m. and it didn't hit anybody's inbox. Some ended up in spam and then you're playing Mr. IT to figure out what happened. <laughs> And you're like, this is not what I signed up for. This sucks. I don't like doing this. But that doesn't mean that you're not good at what you do and that you're not in the right space. You just have to really overly mentally prepare yourself that you're going to have down days, but it will always come back up. There are ups and downs and it will always come back up. You just have to have the faith, stick with the activities and keep it, keep it moving. I completely agree with that. That's a great thing to remember because you do start to doubt yourself. Sometimes the days just, that's the way they go. And you're really looking at it from the scope of, can I do anything right? <laughs> Instead of two days ago, you can be on a high feeling like you've got it all figured out. And then all of a sudden it's, can I even do anything right? And, you know, you've had your own businesses and now you've decided to get into the wild, wild world of franchising. And we're very grateful for that. So what is your personal compelling reason for moving into the franchise industry? I would just say my passion for entrepreneurship, my background and how I grew up, it's just in my DNA and having my own business experience and just the rewards that I know business ownership can bring others. And furthermore, having it be something like a franchise that again, took a, took a lot of the hard work and challenges out of it for you on the front end. I feel great being able to help people get into entrepreneurship and honestly, a quite less risky way, um, a more established way, a more sure way and achieve financial freedom in their dreams of owning a business um, through the franchise model. So that's what I'm most excited about. You're going to be incredible at this because you've been the entrepreneur, you've written the checks, you've made the decisions and you see the value in a franchise system you know, we've had lots of conversations of just how this challenge could have been eliminated or this could have been solved quicker or this could have ramped up better. Um, so we're really happy that you're here. Why don't you leave us with just a piece of advice, the best piece of advice you've ever received? So the best piece of advice I've ever received is probably from my dad when he said, always take the high road. I think that that applies in business. And I think that that applies, of course, in life. Um, like I said, in business ownerships, you have lots of ups and downs, a lot of things outside of your control. But everything that goes around comes around and you want to put your best energy out there. You want to do the right thing. You want to place the right person with the right opportunity. You want to do right by your clients. You want to do right by yourself and your own morals and standards and values. And I really pride myself on that. And I'm really grateful that was instilled in me at a young age because sometimes people don't take the high road and it's 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 easy to want to slip into that uh, trap to, you know, get negative or, you know, make decisions out of annoyance that you maybe normally wouldn't or out of frustration or overwhelm where I think, you know, just stay positive, do the right thing, have integrity. And I think that's really important. Yeah. Always leading with integrity, always focused on doing the right thing. And I think if you want to do well by others, then 
that typically comes back to you. So it's funny as we talk through podcasts, so much of the advice that Sam and I share is from our dad. You know, we're both really fortunate um, to have some great dad advice and it sounds like you are too. So, well, welcome again. We are so excited to have you. You're going to change so many lives on our team and share your journey. And so thank you so much for being here just to share your story with us. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be part of Fran Path and I just can't wait to get started. Thank you. So if you'd like to learn more about franchising and diversifying your portfolio through franchising, email us at info at franpathconsulting.com. Follow the FranPath Consulting Podcast on Apple or Spotify. Please rate and review us five stars. You can also follow us on Instagram at FranPath, Facebook and LinkedIn at FranPath Consulting. Or go to our website, franpathconsulting.com, to take your free business assessment. Mm-hmm.